Hey everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Polonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Good, man. Good. What a week, let me tell you. Oh, has it been a crazy week for you it, over the past Well, the, it's, it's the curling week, Mike. I mean, that's oh, all I've been doing. Oh, that's right. The, just the, just the, watching those rocks sail the, down that ice. The Scotties? Scotties, <laughs> The right? Scotties, yes, that's right. Right, so. Well, who's yes. the winner? Did your uh, pick, the pick that you assumed no, was my, gonna... my pick pissed First away the, the final game. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. She was winning, I think, 5-1 halfway through the game and ended up losing 7-6, to six. so... Well, at least it was yeah. the final. I, as I, I was, I was alluding to there, first round. Like, was it a first round knockout? No, no, been, no. That would have been embarrassing. But. Yeah, and then uh, and then work was interesting. We had a police takedown across the street. Oh, that's always fun. Was yeah. it for, was it for anything entertaining? Or? I, I don't know. I basically I left work and kind of got in the car and I looked across the street and there was a guy sort of standing in the middle of the parking lot, surrounded by police officers. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and they were all keeping their distance, you know, 10, 20 feet away. And then he just turns and runs. And all of a sudden, all these cops come out of, like, the woodwork and just tackle the guy. And, oh, and that's cuff him and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Living the dream. That's for sure. <laughs> and I have a good I have a good tech story for you, Mike. So, oh, I mean, good. Good. Yeah. We all know that I work in IT, right? So, yes, uh, occasionally everyone do, who's ever listened to this show knows. Yeah, that's right. So, occasionally, I'll do some, like, help desk sort of stuff. I had a good one the other day basically somebody phoned me and said they they couldn't print they kept hitting the print button print and print and print and print and it just wouldn't come out of the copier mm-hmm. so it's like okay that's a little bit weird so i walk over there and it's like show me what you're doing so you know sure enough they go to file and they go to print and then you hear the copier spin up so in the back of my mind i'm like well it's clearly working right walk, walk over there take a look and sure enough there's nothing in the tray well, I, I take a look down, and just below the printer is the recycle bin, and it's full of about 50 copies of, of, course. The, of the document this person was trying to print. So, oh, my God. Yeah, that's what they call uh, the PEBCAC-style problem. Mm-hmm. Problem exists between chair and keyboard. Yeah, that's a real thing. <laughs> that's a good time. Yeah. That's a good time. What have you been up to there, Mike? Well, actually, this week was an exciting week. Because it was the longest Laura had ever been away from William. So it was first daddy-son alone night. Oh, and how'd that go? It went well. It went well. He alive? He survived? All all ten fingers and toes remaining? Yep. Yep. Nothing nothing was removed by accident or on purpose. The the only thing that, that... well, I'll get into it, but sure. So basically, Laura went out with a whole group of friends. They went to go see a live recording of the podcast "My Favorite Murder." I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Not really, but I had heard about it. So right. So well, because at one point Tiff was was asked if she wanted to go too. If I so you probably heard about it at that. Point. Yeah, that way. So, yeah, yeah. So Laura and a whole bunch of the girls, I believe seven of them went. Although one of them was not one of the girls. One of them was a boyfriend, and supposedly. With this fandom, it's usually very common for the the boyfriend to be like, 
dragged to this thing. Okay. So everybody kept making comments about him being dragged. And he's like, no, I listen to this podcast and I really like it. Like <laughs> most of the audience for the show is women, but he actually listens to the show. So everyone just assumed that he was like, he came along because it was what his girlfriend wanted to do. And he's yeah, like, he had to hold the purse. Yeah, exactly. But no, he was like, no, I actually am generally a fan of the show and I, I wanted to be here. So that was funny. But anyway, so Laura was very anxious, very anxious about the whole thing. Again, it's the longest she's ever been away from William because she was going to be all away for, you know, six, seven hours or so. Sure. Yeah. And now is it anxious because she didn't like trust you to do, you know, to take care of, of William or that you wouldn't take care of him the way that she would like you to take care of him? I think it was mostly anxiety that she wasn't just going to be away from him. Right, Like, okay. you know, separation anxiety, as Right, okay, she couldn't swoop in and, and stop him from crying or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Okay, like, she's okay. just, yeah. But at, also, part of me thinks that she just thought I was going to kill him. I don't know. But there was even a moment, like, right near the end, right before she was supposed to be leaving, where she definitely was like, should I cancel? I can cancel. And I'm like, no, do not cancel. (laughs) You paid a lot of money. You paid a lot of money for these tickets. And honestly, if, if something did go wrong, there are so many more people who are close by that would be able to help before you would. So don't, don't worry about it. Like it's, it's fine. Just go have fun. Enjoy yourself. And you could tell that her anxiety started to wane because she stopped asking for constant Snapchats after about the third hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it started off with, like, like she had been gone for maybe ten minutes before the first requests for, like, how's he doing? Send me pictures. <laughs> you know? So, but after a while, she stopped. I mean, the show started, right? So you kind of have to stop sending or asking for Snapchats during the show because then you start ruining it for the people around you. Because that's what Laura said afterwards. She's like, I'm like, I'm surprised you didn't keep asking me for Snapchats. And she's like, well, I didn't want to have my phone up and and bug all the people around me. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Well, that was nice of you. Well, that's good. So how did it go then, Mike? It was fine. he He was as easy as could be. You know, he, he. I had to stop the movie I watched every so often to to feed him or or feed myself or something. But my big plan for the evening was to keep it simple. I was going to do everything upstairs. I was going to sit in the bedroom with him. If he fell asleep, I could just toss him in the bassinet. I could feed him in a comfortable position on the bed because that's usually where we do most of his feeding because we can just kind of set up a pillow chair and, sure, and, yeah. and work from there. And I I had brought up a bunch of Blu-rays. And I'm like, I can probably watch two movies while she's gone. And I got I got one movie down and then 20 minutes into the next movie between all the breaks that I, that yeah. I stopped. Well, that's not bad, though. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. So I ended up watching Iron Man 3 because I haven't watched it in a while. It's on the list of movies that Laura and I, we bought at one point on Blu-ray. And the discussion was, well, let's watch this. And Laura was never, ever in the mood. Laura's very good at that. Like, we'll we'll buy movies with the intention of watching them again. And then Laura is never in the mood to watch that kind of movie. Right. Okay. Like, for Laura, when she's like, I want to watch a movie nine, nine, more like 19 times out of 20 times. She's like, I want to watch a scary movie. You know, she doesn't want to watch any of like, we have actually a section of movies on our movie shelf. The first two rows 
are taken up by movies that we've bought and have not watched yet because Laura is never in the mood to watch these movies. <laughs> is that not the most frustrating thing in the world? It is. So I've decided I'm going to start watching some of these movies. So I picked a stack out and I said, this is what is on my possible watch list tonight. So let me know if you want to watch any of these movies before I, I watch them. And she did pick out one. I was going to watch Spider-Man Homecoming and she's like, that I, would, I will watch again. So... My, my, uh, my, I watched Iron Man 3. I was going to watch Avengers, the second one, Age of Ultron. Right. Aliens. I've grabbed Aliens because I have, Aliens is one of my favorite movies ever. And I bought the 30th anniversary edition that they released a couple years ago on Blu-ray. And I just haven't watched it yet. But I mean, it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. And I'm like, I got to watch it on Blu-ray. And that was the movie I got 20 minutes into. And yeah, so I, I've kind of been picking away at it today when I'm like just kind of sitting in the room feeding him because it'll pause the Blu-ray and resume later, right? So, right. Okay. So, but yeah, it, that was it. We watched movies and occasionally he ate and occasionally he slept. So, so and what was the, um, what was your previous record in terms of it was like just solo watching them? Two hours. Just like a grocery store visit sort of deal. Laura got her hair done. Remember when she was supposed to go get a, her hair done on the Saturday, but instead had a baby on Thursday? Oh, Yes, okay. This, okay. this was supposed to be the hair appointment that she had before her shower, and they rescheduled it. Well, she didn't reschedule it. She canceled it, and then she's like, I'm going to finally go for that hair appointment because she hadn't had like a haircut since like last June <laughs> or anything like that so okay. so she went and she got a haircut and they you know they cleaned her up all nice but she was gone total around two hours so oh, that was okay, the yes. longest that was the record so so she came home and she was like super happy that he was home or that she was home and with him but the the one issue that came up throughout the whole thing was i am feeding him and this is at like 1130 at night she's texting me and letting me know where she is okay so sure. she's like she's like hey we just got to the train station we're in the car now we're on our way home how are things there is what she texts me and i'm feeding him she's gonna worry if i don't text her back so i look down on my phone and there's the three options because i use the the google android like the messages oh app. okay yeah like the, it, these are the most common replies or yeah something. these are here's yeah. the common replies and I forget what the uh, the uh, the other two options were, but one of the options was good, I guess. And I'm like, whatever, things are fine. So I hit good, I guess, and that started the. What does that mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I guess. Like, is everything okay? Like, should we hurry? And I'm like, no, everything is fine. Like, she and I'm not answering her because I'm feeding the baby. Yeah. And meanwhile, she's like freaking out, and she's like, give me a break here. My anxiety is on like it's off the charts, and I'm like. All I did was auto-reply good, I guess. <laughs> I didn't even... It's not like I was like, things are terrible. Please you, hurry. Or, you, or gotta, like, you gotta leverage that voice-to-text there, Mike. Yeah. Well, again, I still needed to be able to, you know, reach out and grab it. It was just uh, so much okay. easier. It was so much easier to do it off of the, the pull-down screen on the... Without sure, unlocking yeah. the phone and stuff, right? So, I've, I've learned my lesson, I guess... I guess is is too much of negative sounding language to use <laughs> in regards to describing how the baby's doing. Yeah. So, so did you have any? Uh, did you have any anxiety or anything leading into this night? Because I know, like Tiff has left on multiple occasions. I want to say like a half dozen times when you know I had him all day or 
yeah. you know, a huge part of the day. And I think outside of the very first time, you know, of just like, oh, I don't have anybody to phone in case I need something. I know it's right. been totally normal and totally fine. My thing was is that I felt like I wasn't I wasn't nervous about the situation. My yeah. nervousness came from tonight's going to be the night that he starts choking and I need to use that CPR class information, <laughs> you know, like that was my anxiety Get in your own head a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wasn't like scared or anything, but it was just yeah. like, this will be the night that something stupid happens where I, you know, I, I will need help because I, sure. it's not like, it's not like there's, mo- you know, moments in the day when I'm taking care of him and Laura's off doing something like it's funny. Cause that day I actually spent most of the day taking care of him as it was anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Saturday, so I was home. I wasn't at work or, or working from home, so I, you know, my attention wasn't divided between taking care of him or work. So I spent most of the day taking care of him because Laura wakes up and she's like, "I'm so exhausted. I still need to go back to sleep." So she goes back to sleep, and I took care of the baby till about ten in the morning. And then she got up and it was time for him to eat, and I fed him because she needed to feed herself. Right, and so. So I fed him and I took care of him and I took care of him basically most of the day until like one o'clock or so. And then she took care of him until she needed to get ready, which was about four. Yeah. And then I took care of him until she left. And then I took care of him after she left. And yeah, so she came basically, home. So, you, you practiced in the morning in order yeah. to take care of him in the evening. Yeah. Like, I had him all day, and he was yeah. fine. But, well, that's good. You know. Well, how long is he sleeping now? Like, is, does he give you, like, a big eight-hour sleep overnight? Overnight, he's gotten he's gotten good. Like, he has started to sleep the whole night through. So, what what is that? That's that, like... Midnight to eight in the morning kind of thing? It depends. Some days, like Saturday night was a bad example because he was, he did sleep earlier. Like he fell asleep at like 10 and slept until 11. So I was feeding him until like after midnight by the time he decided he was finally ready for full sleep. So he slept from midnight and he was up at about 8.30 this morning. So he does tend to sleep overnight between eight and ten hours, and most nights it's around ten hours. Which well, is that's really pretty nice. good, yeah, yeah. And then his his days. It's funny because his days have like this weird routine, and then nothing. Like first thing in the morning, we can count on him to wake up at around eight thirty, and then it's feed, and then after he feeds and gets changed, he goes right back to sleep, and he's out for maybe another hour, hour and a half. Right. And then from that point on, it's like, now what the hell happens? Like, there's no routine from that point until it's time for bed. Sure. Well, I mean, and, he's still he's still pretty young for routine, though, at this yeah, point. Yeah, but it's interesting because for the most part, like, his mornings and his evenings are almost exact every time. You can almost pick to the minute when he's going to sleep. In, or when he's going to wake up first thing in the morning or when he's going right. to, you know, that kind of thing. Or when he's going to start his cluster feeds because he cluster feeds and then we put him to sleep at night. So he'll cl- he starts cluster feeding at about 8 p.m. And then he just chows down. Like we've actually had to start. We bought larger bottles because of how much he eats now. Right. So because in one sitting he used to eat 120 milliliters and now he's he's like easily doing 180 so what is, what is that in ounces? It's what, 30, 30 ounces? Uh, an ounce? Six ounces? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's about six ounces, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, 
yeah, he's doing he, six ounces a meal, so we bought bigger bottles for him. Yeah. And, and well, uh, interesting. So if he's getting eight hours. And Laura is still tired after eight hours. She got to suck it up. <laughs> well, no, she still she still wakes up and pumps, right? Oh, right. She's doing yeah. the pumping thing. Okay, yeah. that's right. I she's actually that. she's actually cut the number of pumps that she does in a day too, and it seems to be helping both her supply and her sanity. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So she she used to do it every three hours, and that was fine for a very long time. Like she wouldn't get as much as she'd like out of it. Right. So, and and then again, she'd wake up at like she she'd be up in the middle of the night like three times. So, what we ended up figuring out, I guess she did looked into it, is the three seven eleven time frame. I, I guess like the three seven eleven method. So she's at three seven and eleven. That's when she does her pump. So three in the afternoon, seven in, in the evening, and eleven at night. She'll do it. She'll wake up at three in the morning, do it then. She'll do it at seven in the morning, and she'll do it at eleven in the morning. And she gets more rest between, and because it's longer between pumps, she gets more out of it. Like we actually right, okay. have, we managed to get a surplus out of it, which normally does not happen, especially overnight. Now that he sleeps the whole night through is we actually end up having extra in the morning, which we never used to have because yeah. he's not eating the 11 o'clock PM supply and he's not eating the 3 AM supply. So first oh, thing okay. in the morning, he's got plenty to have, which is nice. So, oh, well, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Ben is, uh, when we put him on that, that, that actual sleep schedule now. So he goes to bed between seven and 8 PM and then he usually sleeps until we'll say like three in the morning you know mm-hmm. has a quick little pick me up and then it's good again until about seven in the morning and right. then he's back awake you know ready for the day so it's pretty nice it's nice to have like that one eight hour you know more more or less eight hour sleeping window if you wanted it well you guys do the dream feeds right no um the sleep method that we do you know can do dream feeding which is basically he goes to bed at seven and then you can top him up at 11 if you think he needs it right we've we've done it a handful of times maybe but you know generally speaking he doesn't really need the dream feed the only time we'll ever do it is if he's just happens to not eat that much during the day um, okay but usually he's pretty good you know just depends had, on how much playing he gets <laughs> we haven't had a lot of success with the dream feeding i yeah. find because he's not old enough though for the for the dream feeding stuff isn't he no, I think he he just got to the point where he can have it, so... Oh, okay, because I, I know when they're young, they basically have... You're either sleeping or you're not sleeping. Right. And then when they hit, like, three months or whatever, then they start getting, like, the whole REM cycle th- thing and, like, the multiple tiers of sleeping and that kind of deal. And yeah. that's when the dream feeding and stuff becomes more relevant. I, I believe that's how it works, but... I feel like with a few times we've tried it, he either just wakes up... And because he starts the coughing on it because he's sure, not, yeah. so he wakes himself up by coughing on it or he just sits there with a thing in his mouth and doesn't do anything with it. So, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, he's sleeping for eight hours. Who cares? Right. So, yeah, this is true. Yeah. So Laura got out to go do her thing on Saturday night and I actually got to go out on Friday night and see some friends that I haven't seen in forever. I felt really bad because it was an entire group of people that I haven't seen in since a wedding last April. Oh, okay. which was like, oh, good. I haven't seen anyone here in almost an entire year. And everyone, of course, gave me plenty of shit over it. I'm like, you have a kid. See how <laughs> how much time <laughs> yeah, you they have. Just don't to get see it. Everybody. They don't get it, Mike. Well, the one guy got it because he's got a three year old. So, you know, he gets it. 
But the other guy, one guy's like, yeah, he, as I was saying goodbye to him at the end of the night, he's like, I'll see you in a year. I'm like, shut the hell up. <laughs> so, but that's what that's what we got up to. I know you got up to doing something earlier this evening. Yes. Yeah, we went and uh, saw the movie Fighting With My Family, the, the WWE page story. It was pretty good. It was pretty true to life. And it wasn't like an extravagant movie by any stretch of the imagination. It was not WWE-ized in any sort of way. But uh, it was a good little story. And it was uh, very entertaining. And, and Tiff fact-checked it later in the evening. And of course. other than a few sort of Hollywood embellishments, it was actually fairly accurate, at least based on what she could find. So I would I would highly recommend it to anybody. It is something that I would like to see. I just yes. feel like we're not going to go anywhere because it can, it can wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. Let me tell you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that'll be a bookmobile grab for sure. Then, so yeah. Well, Captain Marvel coming out next? No, two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. You're going to go to that one there, Mike? That's the plan. Laura's like, I will do whatever I have to to see Captain Marvel. So we'll see who Laura decides to trust the baby with. Or if I'm suddenly not going to see Captain Marvel and Laura's going with her sister or something. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. You never the, know. The you ultimate know. betrayal. That's what that would be. I. You know what? I wouldn't be shocked if, if Laura was just like, I would rather you were watching him or if I wasn't watching him kind of a thing and, and go. She like, she'll go with like somebody else because, again, probably <laughs> your sister or some well, more, you, can, you know. You can always come with friends. Tiff and I, Mike, if you get uh, cut out of the plans. Of course. Of course. Maybe we can figure out, this is what I said to you before, is what we'll do is, is we'll get someone to babysit both of our kids at once, and then we can all go together. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see how that works. We'll have to find the right person. Yeah, because I'm sure your parents want to look after my kid. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. I don't think they've looked after both kids yet. They've only done, they've done Henry on his own, and they've done Ben on his own, but they've never, the, the paths have not crossed yet. Right. My my parents have done both of my nephews at the same time. But, of course, they're... It's, it's a little different. You know, they still have an age gap there, right? It's not like two infants at the same time. It's, uh, you know, what, was a one-year-old and a two-year-old or whatever it happened to be. At least there's the year difference, right? That's true. And now they have the three-year-old and two-year-old. But I feel like my parents are going to be a lot more busy looking after my nephews. Uh, my brother broke his ankle the other day and yeah, he broke that's it crazy he broke it pretty bad so i feel like there's going to be a lot of people asking being asked to help out i'm going to do what i can i got a four month year you know four month old so <laughs> well just have his his kids come over and then they can look after william and you look after them it's like this perfect like parenting tree right but but what if his kids are germ factories they're in daycare right so they're gonna oh, be like that's true we're gonna introduce dirty germ bomb babies into our house you know to to germ up us and germ up those that baby well that's you know true. how it is well ben had a little cold this weekend and he survived so it was pretty good he just because right. a little stuffed nose and you know doesn't sleep quite as well but it was pretty good well we we got william's second to last rsv shot on Friday, so hopefully. So, what are those? Are they every like two months? Every month, every, every month, month we get though, them. Every yep. month, okay. Yep, we get one of those every month until next month, and then, then he's supposed to be good in on that front. I mean, RSV season will be over by then. Sure. But I mean, you know, we got to be pretty careful where we can. And so, last thing we need is you know 
our nephews showing up being all cute, but then coughing all over us and, <laughs> yeah, and right then giving, mouth, yeah. yeah. So, cause it's, it's a respiratory thing and that could be an issue. So, right. Okay. We'll figure it out. We'll help where we can. We, maybe we can go run and grab groceries for them or something. And that way we don't have to step foot in the house. And yeah. And have you, have you guys done. ever looked into like the Walmart or the Fortinos or whatever, um, the order the groceries online and just go pick it up? I've looked into that. Like we, We've talked about it, but we never really followed up on. Never it. pulled the trigger. I've I've yeah. looked at it too. It looks like a great idea. One of my friends at work, she she does it. She's got I think now they're like five and three, but she says it's pretty good for sort of like the, you know, when you go grocery shopping, you tend to buy like seventy five percent of the same things over right. and over and over. She says it's really good for that kind of stuff because ordering it online can be a little bit challenging, but the convenience of just you know, click, click, repeat order, going back just and just picking it up and not having to spend half an hour. It's just like five minutes, right? Picking it all up. It seems right. like a really good idea. One of the Fortinos near us does it. Right. But it's not quite close enough for it to be super convenient. Oh, okay. Because it's the closest one I think that does it is the one up by Mac. Right, so right. that's still like 20 odd minutes away. Depending on what time you go, traffic could be extremely awful down that street. Yeah. So. Yeah, I always kind of looked at it as like I'd pick it up on the way home from work sort of deal. But obviously you take, you know, public transportation yeah. to and from work and Laura's not working right now. So, yeah, I mean, maybe later that'll be a thing yeah. with Laura's back to work and everything. Who knows? Yeah. Anything to sort of ease the burden just a little bit. Yeah. Anything, anything that we can do. <laughs> uh, well, you know what, Chris? I got a, I got something I wanted to bring up to you. I saw this article or an article earlier in the week. And it really made me feel old. And I don't want to feel old alone. Okay. So I'm going to bother you. 1999 was 20 years ago. Okay. An article popped up and it was like, hey, here's 20, 20 video games. Or it was just a bunch of video games. It wasn't 20 or anything. But it was, it was here's some video games that are turning 20 this year. Right. And I was looking through the list and I'm like, oh, this makes me feel really old. And then I kind of thought about other things that also turned 20 this year as well, like some movies and even life events. So I thought it'd be funny to bring up some of these things to you. And then you could also share in feeling really old like me. <laughs> um, Great. That's what we need. <laughs> I will I, I will say, though, I will say that a lot of the console stuff, the video game stuff, it's console stuff. So it's not going to affect you too much. Oh, but, okay. Because okay. you were a PC guy 20 I'll years always ago, been. right? Always been. But there is a big one. There's a big one on this list as soon as I saw it. I was like... That's the one for Chris. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's hear him. So Silent Hill. Silent Hill was 20 years ago this year. I'm a big fan of the Silent Hill series. I actually recently replayed the first Silent Hill on my Vita because uh, you can get those PlayStation Classic games. Right. So I, I replayed it not too long ago, and I that game still holds up. It's still scary. The voice acting is terrible, and the well, graphics are... As they all were back then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the graphics leave a little to be desired, but it still it it does a really good job of holding up. Like the story holds up, and and some of the spooky stuff is still really freaking spooky. So this one I want to bring up just because I'm really pissed about what's going on with this. So Final Fantasy VIII came out uh, okay. twenty years ago, and um, the thing that really bugs me is Final Fantasy VIII of the Final Fantasies that I've played is my favorite. A lot of people don't like it. There's like a love story to it. 
And it, you know, it's not as emo angsty as some of, what, of like and seven. Didn't it, didn't it suffer from the fact that Final Fantasy seven is often considered to be like the best one? Seven yeah. is, is considered by a lot of people to be one of the greatest games of all time kind right. of a thing. Okay. So people, when it, when it came out and people were like, this isn't seven, then, you know, some people were pissed. <laughs> this game is shit. Yeah. So the thing is, seven has been re-released a billion times. I actually never played seven when it originally came out. I didn't play seven the entire way through until about three years ago when they re-released it on PlayStation four. Okay. Which is crazy. They have re-released Final Fantasy Nine on PlayStation Four as well, and that's I I never really played very much of Nine either, but Nine is really regarded as one of the best ones too. Okay. So at some point, I plan on picking up Nine. Eight has not been re-released, and they've re-released Ten, and they've re-released Twelve, Eleven. They're not going to re-release because it was an MMO, but Eight keeps getting skipped. And I've kind of heard that the reason why 8 doesn't get re-released is because Japanese companies used to not care a lot about the preservation of their games. They would be like, oh, the game's out. We don't need any of this code anymore. And they just get rid of it. So the rumor is... Is that Final Fantasy VIII is gone? Someone like just deleted it off. Their- they just deleted it <laughs> off the hard drive, so they don't re-release it because they don't have any of the files. Right. So I thought that that was kind of like, are you serious? Like, yeah, that seems like a slight oversight. <laughs> yeah. Here's a game. This is not the game that I was thinking about, okay. but here's a game that you might have spent some time on: uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Turns 20 this year. Oh, is that 20 years old? That Actually, that game I thought was older than 20 years old. 20 years old. Yeah, okay. Super Smash Brothers, the original Super oh, Smash Brothers, yes. turns 20 this year. I have invested, I, I don't even want to guess how many hours into that game. And it's still good. I, I was still one of my, it's probably my still my favorite Smash Brothers game of all time. The first one? Really? Everybody loves Melee. I, I didn't love it, but I also didn't play it all that much. Like, I, I didn't know anybody who had a GameCube. I know you didn't have one. Who? I, I don't... Did any of our friends have one? A GameCube? Yeah. Oh, I can't think of anybody who had yeah, one. Yeah, so I think it's more just... I just missed that boat than anything else. Right. I had... I liked Brawl a lot, but Brawl was the one that had Snake in it. And yeah. so that's probably why I like Brawl the most. Sure, but yeah. I, but I have Brawl and I have the other one on the 3DS. And then there's the new one. And we actually play that one at work all the time because one of my coworkers brings a Switch to work. So <laughs> What a productive workplace. Yes. Well, you know, <laughs> we take breaks, right? <laughs> yeah. Stress that's breaks. Stress breaks. And then we beat the crap out of each other. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. The original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Classic. Okay. Yeah. Soul Calibur. Oh, I never, I've never played Soul Calibur. Believe me. Really? Yeah. Those games are great. And that Soul Calibur game, it's actually the second soul caliber game it's it's weird because it's soul edge was the first game or soul blade depending on what country you were in right and then soul caliber came out and then soul caliber kept getting numbered sequels so people don't realize that there's actually a soul caliber game before the first soul caliber game oh so, okay okay but yeah and that was the dreamcast game and that game was great it's i it's one of two games i own a dreamcast for and the other one is sonic adventure which was also released 20 years ago Grand Theft Auto 2 was released 20 years ago. Oh, nice. The old top-down uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, back before the series was something that I cared about, because I didn't start caring about Grand Theft Auto till 3. 
I remember playing Grand Theft Auto 2 a lot. Back when, I feel like they don't do it often anymore, but they used to do demos for every game ever. And there's like the shareware versions and all that crap. Yeah. And I remember I, the, the Grand Theft Auto 1 especially was like a five minute demo or something. And basically just try to get our wanted level up as high as possible in five minutes. Nice. Yeah. Resident Evil 3 came out 20 years ago. Nice. I'm a big fan of the Resident Evil series. Three was actually one of my favorites. Two is probably of the original PlayStation ones, my favorite. But three was the one that had Nemesis in it, the guy who like chased you through the hallways all the time, and, and that that one was a, a big one that I, I quite enjoyed all the time. So the, the right, rumor okay. is is now because Resident Evil Two remake has gone so well that they're going to remake three. So oh, I, okay. I hope so. I hope so. Unreal Tournament. Came oh, out. I really liked that game. That was a good yeah. one. That was the one that I thought that you were going to be the one that was like, oh, yeah, I played yeah. a ton of Unreal Tournament. I'll hop on board that train. Yeah, that was the first one. Did Unreal Tournament... No, I'm thinking of 2003. That one didn't have vehicles in it, I don't believe. No, I think, I think it was... It was the, ver- the very first Unreal Tournament. Yeah, just a straight shooter. Wasn't there like Unreal Tournament... 2001 or something I, I was like gonna say, that. I think it's 2003 is the one that they had like vehicles and stuff. That was actually a really fun game that I feel was grossly underappreciated in the market. Right. Right. Okay. Well, that was all, that was the list of games that I had, but there was a bunch of other things. Like I said, there was monumental things that happened in the world 20 years ago. SpongeBob SquarePants was created 20 years ago. Was it really? Damn. <laughs> yeah. Horrifies me that that show is so successful. And it's not because, like, I don't like it. It's just really weird. Well, are they still making new episodes for it? I or think is... they are. Okay, I don't know. I mean, I was never a huge SpongeBob fan or anything. Like, I'm, I'm very well aware of the show and what it's about and everything. I just, I, I don't know. I don't keep up to speed with the SpongeBob. Laura loves spongebob oh so was she very upset that they didn't play it at the super bowl she was furious man although did she actually think that they were going to do it the fact that they even brought it up i thought was a huge victory for the internet oh but it made it worse because they brought it up that little bit that that section where they did the quick bit in the soup like she i was in the bathroom when it happened and i heard her like oh my god they're playing it and it was over by the time i come out of the bathroom <laughs> well it would have been better than the actual halftime show anyway maroon it's five true. the wrong choice for halftime show I will yeah. say this though. I will say this. This wasn't this wasn't twenty years ago, but Outcast, the guy from Outcast came out and he sang The Way You Move. You remember that song? Like yep. I the way You know what that made me flash back to? I, I already know. Yes. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. <laughs> yes. We used to play that all the time. And that was the song that played over the menus. Yes, so all, that's right. as soon as I heard it, all I could think of was playing golf with you. On this. <laughs> it's amazing how like those specific songs just get ingrained in your head for particular video games, right? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, that, that's one of those songs that I always remember. It's like Tony Hawk, which we were just talking about. Superman is a song that I will always think about. Yeah, by Goldfinger, as, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And and then for Tony Hawk's two Power Man five thousand Worlds Collide, that's the song I always think of. <laughs> Other things from twenty years ago, Bluetooth was invented twenty years ago. 
And they still haven't figured it out. <laughs> Apparently not. I find sometimes my Bluetooth things fail. Yeah, it's still a like, it, it's a good technology, but it's still a shitty technology as far yeah. as they go. Another thing that happened 20 years ago was the USB drive was created. Really? Was that 20 years ago? 20 years ago. It was not available commercially to be purchased until 2000, but it was invented in 1999. Oh, I was going to say, I remember I got my first, <laughs> this is the saddest <laughs> podcast story, but I remember I got my very first USB drive in 2005, and it was a 64 megabyte drive, and the thing cost a goddamn fortune. <laughs> but it was, oh. it was you know, 64 times the size of a regular floppy disk, which is pretty much all we had at that point in time. And now we get them, people just hand them out like they're candy, you know, like USB drives. Well, and even the big ones are, are super cheap. I've got a 128 gigabyte one at work, and I think I bought for like $30. Yeah, like yeah. I, I got a, a 60 gig one for 15 bucks at for boxing. Yeah, day. yeah, they're, they're dirt so, cheap. Crazy. Bill Clinton's Monica Lewinsky scandal happened was that 99? 20 years ago, if you remember. For some that. reason, I thought it was 97. That was 99. Man. Nope, 99. Doesn't that uh, feel so tame now compared to what the current president is doing? Oh, my God. No kidding, right? <laughs> Columbine happened in 1999. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, let me bring that down for you. Right? Yeah, That's- yeah. Let's get back into more fun thing. Napster debuted in 1999. Oh, man. That was... I think, like... I feel like 99, 2000, 2001 was, like, the golden age of the internet. Don't yeah. you? Yeah. You know, like, like, it, was, it was pretty much every... Anything goes, right? Oh, yeah. Just get all the songs you want. No problem. <laughs> Here you go. Yep. And then you you'd talk to all your friends on ICQ and MSN <laughs> Messenger, and you tell your crush that you liked her. And when she was like, what? You were like, my friend wrote that. Yeah, that's right. Or if they weren't messaging you, you go online and offline multiple times. Yes, <laughs> yes. On their screen, it would pop up. <laughs> do you do you remember before Napster? Did you listen to MP3s at all? No, no, no. I had no idea that they even existed. I, I was going to say, I remember I had them, but you'd literally go to websites, you know, and the one website would have 50 songs on it. And you would kind of find the song that you wanted. Then you have to find another website where the guy was hosting it. Like, it was such a f-ing nightmare compared to, uh, <laughs> to what it's like the, now? the joy that Napster brought. Yeah, that's crazy. Futurama debuted on TV. Oh, I remember watching ago. that. I watched that, yeah. Oh, I love Futurama. Futurama is one of my favorite shows ever. So, I, 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 it only makes been, me feel old. It's like but, Family Guy's been canceled. What, like three times now? I think that's true. That's true. <laughs> over over twenty years, they had eight seasons, something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Plus those like mini movies or whatever. The mini movies count as a season. Oh, do they? All, okay. The four they released four movies, and I think all four movies count as season five. I think right, that's how okay. it works out. Some movies that turn 20 this year. Austin Power is the spy who shagged me. Nice. You know that I was, nothing else? Sorry? I, I have I have nothing to contribute to that one. All I remember is that literally everybody at high school would just quote the shit out of that movie. Freedom, baby, yeah. Well, 99, what were we? We were grade 10, right? In 99? 
we would have been going out of grade nine into grade into 10. grade 10. Okay, yeah. The, actually, we would have met. We met. Yeah, I was going to say. We would have met 20 years ago. It's our 20-year anniversary, Mike. Because <laughs> <laughs> we met in grade 10. That's yeah. crazy. Didn't even mean to. We should have ended on that one, but I still have more things on the list, especially <laughs> yeah. stuff that I was saving because I wanted you to be like, oh, God. That's right. We'll I'm circle so back around to the friendship anniversary. Yes. Fight Club was 20 years ago. Okay. The Blair Witch Project, 20 years ago. I've never actually watched that movie. Really? Believe it or not. Yeah, I, I know everything about it. I could probably tell you the entire story. Never watched it, though. I remember, like, everybody was super scared of that movie. Like, my brother came home, like, traumatized from that movie. Yeah. But I came home completely indifferent to it because I went to the, see the movie with a guy who talked through the entire movie. Oh, like, shit. Like, like, I went with him. And we were, it was the only time I've ever done this at a movie, but we were those guys that wouldn't shut up at the back of the theater. I, I remember the point in the movie where the guy was like, oh, I kicked the map into the river. The guy I was with, he's like, what a fucking idiot. Like, yelled it out like, so loud. So anytime anything scary happened, like the end of the movie... What, like spoilers for a 20 year old movie when they get chased down in the house and the camera shows the person standing against the wall and then the camera falls to the ground he burst out laughing so like you know like yeah. nothing kills the scariness that's right, yeah, it takes you out of the mood a little bit that's for sure yeah. yeah it's the only time I've ever been to a movie and been like an asshole <laughs> <laughs> the only time it's a big regret because I'm like man I, I the movie going experience to me is something that I really love. And for me to have ruined the Blair Witch Project for like 12 people, it was not a full showing. <laughs> it's still something that I feel bad about. <laughs> but here's the movie. Here's the movie that I wanted to bring up to you. 20 years old this year. The Matrix. Yeah, I love The Matrix. I really yeah. like it. I've actually went back and saw it um, at one of the Cineplex like. I don't know what they call it, the classic viewings yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they're festivals. They're digital festivals. Yeah, I think Tiff and I went and saw it maybe two, three years ago at one of those festivals, and it's still yep. good. Yeah. You know, it, I I always feel like the real sort of... It's not a CGI. Well, I guess it is a CGI movie to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. a lot of the effects-based movies I find never hold up, but man, that one is still good, and that, that hotel lobby scene is still amazing. God, I can't think of the last time I saw that movie. It's well worth it. You know what? I The second and third Matrix, you know, I, I like them, but I can take them or leave them. But the first one is still great. Mm-hmm. And and the soundtrack to it was amazing. I still got, <laughs> I got the CD just over here. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. I remember I remember what after the Matrix came out that when before the second movie came out, there was a big it was a big deal that like, oh, man, the first Matrix was life changing. We're going to have the second Matrix movie and it's going to be just as life changing. And there was a whole build around it to to other things. And I remember that we watched the Animatrix. I bought the Animatrix and we watched it at your house for the yeah. first time. And I remember most of us were just like, this ain't that great. <laughs> yeah, know, it, kinda, it was crap. Except, I think there was like one good one of like, the, I think there was what, eight or nine mini there movies? There was nine, nine mini movies. And the there were three that I can even remember as being decent. Yeah. There was the first two-part one, which was the history of how the war happened. Yeah, which and was I lo- good, yeah. Yeah, I loved that. That two-part piece with the war happening. Parts of that, they're burned into my brain. The, during the war, when the friggin' robots are, like, killing people by, like, tearing them in half and stuff. Yeah. 
those images stuck with me for my life, throughout <laughs> my life. But then there's also the one that there was, remember there was that CG Final Fantasy movie? They made a movie for the Animatrix as well, one of the movies in the Animatrix. Yes. So that was the other one that was decent, and the rest of it was just all weird crap that really didn't make any sense. It was very didn't art really, school feel, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't although, a fan of... Although the of Matrix it. lasting legacy is everybody's screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> with that yeah, like the yeah, matrix the rain down code yeah. i think everybody at on all their computers had that damn screensaver on there that is true and i'm pretty sure you can actually still like it's still popular you can buy that as a background for like your playstation 4 there's, like, you? yeah there's like it's not official it's not like the official matrix numbers right but somebody made like as a theme like for a the PlayStation. close enough knockout i'm gonna yeah. have to go the, download that it's probably like stupidly expensive like for what it is like you know it's four dollars <laughs> well, maybe i'll just go have to find a picture of it and just set it and just the put background. it up yeah, yeah yeah there you go that's the, probably the best way yeah yeah um but yeah so 20 years ago that's all the some of the stuff that i thought that was interesting to bring up that happened 20 years ago but yeah, then again it's crazy 20 20 years ago we got we became friends so there you go yeah the biggest takeaway of them all it was funny. It, I just ironically enough, Tiff and I were literally talking today. And you know how um, Facebook does like the friendiversary yes. uh, videos and stuff. And I was saying, I remember because I, I was telling her like I'm really bad at social media because I don't really do much on it and I don't do anything. Uh, and I said, I remember that it was either you shared it or I shared like the one of the two of us. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, you guys have liked so many photos together. And it's like 13 likes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over 10 years. It's like, yes. damn. Yeah. Yeah. We're such good friends. <laughs> yeah. We're tagged in like 100 pictures together. But that's true. But we've we, only we liked never hit 13. the damn like button. We never yeah. like anything. Yeah. Well, perhaps that's something that we should aim for, but who cares? No, I don't care. Well, and everybody listening can like this podcast. That's true. On that <laughs> note, I think we should end the <laughs> shameless plug. And then I can start doing all of the shameless plugs that end this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and all of your favorite podcast listening services. Hey, maybe if you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or say what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, or you can send us a like on our Twitter or Facebook accounts. <laughs> at PT Nerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Next week is episode 25 of the show. We've managed oh. to pull this off 25 times. Half a year. Well, almost half a year. Yes. But we'll have to do, do some, consider... we'll have to do some fun. Yeah. Yeah. But what? What but will we do that's fun? We'll have to figure that out. Tune in and find out yeah. next week. We got a week to figure that out. So until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. So there you go. Done. He knocked one out of the park there, Mike. Yes. What are you what are you doing? What are you putting in front of the screen? Oh there? nothing. I was just kinda like doing this <laughs> but you're like holding like uh, oh i've got like a uh you know when you print labels and you've got like the plasticky shit on the back of the label that you peel off i'm just like playing with it in my hand what are you, what are, you are you printing labels are you like organizing your house while we record this part no no it was from before i'm uh i put my name on all my like musical gear here
And so oh, I'm, I see. I'm, I'm bringing a bunch of this stuff to the curling club this weekend because it's a big bond spill we run. So I had a bunch of like the, the peeled off labels. Right. So you're putting your name on your guitars so that no well, not, those... not my guitars, on my like microphones and my cables and my microphone stand and stuff. I see, I see. Because you're worried that those ruthless curlers are going to steal all your stuff. Yeah, you know what? Things definitely get lost in the shuffle. That's for sure. Quote unquote lost in the shuffle. Uh, yeah, Into the right. back of somebody's four-door van <laughs> yes exactly four-door van <laughs> with free candy written on the side <laughs> what what they just became like the guy with like the well, i mean why would they have a four-door van you know maybe they got kids i don't know 